Hi, and welcome to Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and today we're talking about Bernie, a 2011 dark comedy about a much-loved mortician and a much-hated widow, all of which was based on a true story. Joining me today to discuss this is my now permanent co-host, it's Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? I'm good, Grant. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm super excited to talk about this movie. I am too. It's it's a movie, all right. Yeah, but before we can review it, I guess we got to get to the news, right? Yep, news time. News time. So leading off today, we have Tanae, which has been indefinitely delayed, and that does not bode well for theaters. What are your thoughts? Uh, COVID has been darned now. Um, I mean, theaters, it's going to be hard for them to come back from this, because even once this is all passed, people are still going to be kind of weary about going into public spaces and just being cramped in like you are in movie theaters. Yeah. Now, I'm I'm personally looking forward to like that big movie that brings everybody back, but I don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah, that that is going to help, but so at the same time, like I said, it's going to be hard for some people just to get back to the sense of normal that we had before this all happened. It really is. Hopefully stuff stops getting delayed though. Hopefully. Speaking of big movies, the Russo brothers say that a Secret Wars film could entice them back to Marvel, and it would be the biggest movie you could possibly imagine. Now, Grant, I know you're a huge Marvel fan, so what are your what are your thoughts? Man, if they can make something bigger than Endgame, man, I'm 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 certainly not going to complain about that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, it would be awesome. Maybe my man Howard the Duck could get some love. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're giving the Russo brothers a Marvel movie again, you know it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. And if that if they want to do that, bring them back and get them to do that. There's it'd be they're going to make so much money off of that. Like it would be a, a national treasure. Like if they could just come back, it would be I don't know. I could see a ton of money being made, like four or five billion dollars. Oh yeah, and that's much higher than what Endgame made. But at the same time, if they're if it's as big as it seems it could be, that's gonna make money. Yeah, a, a ton of money. Like I don't know what you do with all that money. You retire. That's what you do with all that money. Yeah, that's that's what you do. Like everybody just retires. No more Marvel movies. That, that's it. That's game. Yep. So, um, speaking of Marvel, another piece of news from this week: Tom Holland says that his Spider-Man three movie should wrap filming in February. You a big fan of the Spider-Man movies? Uh, I've only I've not seen any of the older ones. I've only seen uh, Homecoming, okay, and and um, Far From Home. I've seen those two. I mean, outside of the Dark World, Disney has failed to make a bad Marvel movie. So I have high hopes for anything they're planning. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um. Now, I would add that I didn't like Captain Marvel, personally, so... I'm not a huge fan of Captain Marvel, but it's not a flop to me the way that The Dark World is. Yeah, The Dark World was boring. Um, I just, I guess my biggest complaint about Captain Marvel is Nick Fury, um, or Samuel L. Jackson just kind of phoned in his portrayal. It just wasn't, it wasn't fun. It should have been fun. Yeah, it could have been more fun, but I think they were just trying to find a way to just quickly introduce Captain Marvel since she was going to play a role in in game. Yeah, they just wanted to find a way to get her in. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, would have liked to see a better way, but that's what you, you got to live with what they give you, right? Yeah, and I don't know how 
long they had to really plan that movie. Yeah. It it seemed to just kind of be an afterthought. Yeah. And you could think they could do a lot of great stuff with Captain Marvel as a character. And I think I think they certainly could have done the movie better. But Yeah. But it also could have been much worse. So I'm not gonna complain. Alright. Well, um switching sides for a brief moment. The the Batman, directed by Matt Reeves, appears to have scrapped on-location filming and is supposedly resuming almost immediately in studio. Um, again, I know you're not a DC, a DC guy, but what do you think about the idea of movies, instead of going places, just all staying at home in their, their cozy little studios? Um, I feel like we're getting to the point now with technology where they almost may not have to go out to these locations because you're able to do so much with green screens and just recreating these backgrounds and recreating like the terrain and everything. It's, it's great that we've gotten as far as we have, especially now where they're able to film in studios when it's not safe to go out and film with these public locations. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I'm just wanting to see the movie. So however they have to do it. Just got to get it done. Just got to get it done. Um, and I guess popping right back across across town to Marvel again, because we have to bookend our good news with bad news. Apparently WandaVision is going to, um, well, it might be shifting to what was its initial spring 2021 release date before it got moved up to this fall. Do you have any thoughts? Are you excited for WandaVision? Yeah, I'm excited for that. I actually like uh, Scarlet as a character. Uh, she's very powerful, and I think they didn't do a good enough job showing that in some of the movies. So I'm interested to see how they can show off her powers in a TV show that's dedicated to her. Yeah, um, me too. I'm also, like, from everything we've seen, it just looks really interesting. Like, it's almost got like a 50s vibe to it. Yeah, I think are they, do they do any time traveling in that or are they just I hope it would be cool. It definitely would be cool. Yeah, um I mean Vision's alive. Um so if you haven't seen Infinity War, I'm sorry, but that movie's 2 years old now and let's be honest, you've seen Infinity War. But um Vision's alive in the um in the clips. So I'd assume something weird's going on. It could also be from the past, like they're doing with the Black Widow movie. It could be from prior in the timeline. Yeah, that would be a little disappointing, though. It would be, but, I mean, you can't blame them for trying to get as much content about uh, Marvel as they can. Yeah, um, you you really can't. I mean, it's a cash grab at this point, right? Like, It's a great cash grab, though. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I'm, I'm there until they make a bad one. I'm there too. I mean, you're gonna. It's it's comic book superheroes. You're gonna get people, as long as you don't mess it up so bad. But even then, if you mess it up so bad, people may want to go see it so they can see how bad it is. Oh yeah, it's the the whole um, X Men Origins Wolverine theory. Yeah. It was so awful, but it was so entertaining. Speaking of movies, this one that we're about to review was not awful, and it was also very entertaining. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and move into the main attraction, our review of Bernie.
So, moving into our review, Grant, do you have any spoiler-free thoughts on it before we before we get into spoilers? I mean, it's just it's such a great movie, and it's weird to see Jack Black play a role like this. Yeah, yeah, he's very like I I remember when I first saw it, I, I'm like, isn't that Kung Fu Panda? I mean, it, he does a great job. It's just not a role you would expect him to take. Yeah, um, one I'm very glad he took though. Very, very glad. So funny. So many like memorable characters. The all the actors did a great job, in my opinion. Yeah, and there's so many just quotes in there, and it's very much in like it's in Texas, but it's very much the Deep South in a little small town in the Deep South. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Matthew McConaughey's Southern accent cracked me up. Yeah, and my grandma still lives in a little small town, and so I can definitely see some of this stuff happening there. Yeah, in a small town, you got to be nice to everyone, right? also really liked the um the mockumentary format like the way they they did that yes it's it at some point it's almost hard to tell if it's real or fake they just did such a good job and if you've ever been in the south you know like that's some stuff that could go on in a little small town oh yeah yeah just so many like little like you you almost know all those people yes you like if you've grown up in the south you know like one of each of those people yeah, um, like the guy at the barbecue restaurant, you just, like, he just reminds me of, like, a couple of people I've known throughout my life, and it's just so funny, because you can just see them saying these things. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, I guess it's really tough to talk about this movie without spoiling it, so do you have any, like, further spoiler-free thoughts before I go ahead and go over the wall? I just always go ahead and hop into it because it's so great and just I just want to talk about it. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess we can do our letter grade after the spoilers. Um, but for those of you who haven't seen it, please go watch it before you follow us in here. This is your chance to pause it and avoid all the spoilers because this movie can easily be spoiled. Very easily. Yeah, you definitely want to go into it fresh. So without further ado, let's talk spoilers about Bernie. So Bernie is based on a true story about Bernie Tita who shot and killed Marjorie Nugent, but was incredibly well-loved and by all accounts a gentle soul. You just, you just hear this uh, dude shot an old lady, and you're just like, man, how can this dude be so loved? But he was such a nice guy. I know, the poor old lady was just a bit of a, uh, just a bit overwhelming and a bit territorial. A little bit controlling. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we've all had our moments where we've thought about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's even one of the quotes. Like, in our darkest moments, any human is capable of shooting a little old lady in the back four times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we better explain, like, explain what happens now that we're into the spoilers. Um so what were your thoughts about the, the scene where we were introduced to Bernie Tita Mortician? I'm not a huge fan of that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously I know it's not a dead person, but I, that's just not my forte. And so I, 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 was, I got through that barely, but I, I know there's some of the people that won't like that. But once you get through that part, man, the rest of the movie is so good. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm on the opposite spectrum. I, I was cracking up that whole time. Um, in fact, it included one of my favorite jokes, and I'm just going to talk about this briefly because, like you said, I know you didn't like it at all. Um, 
But the quote was, um, the eyes are sometimes a problem. It's like they're just wanting to take one last peek at this miraculous world of ours. But a little dab of super glue and no more peeking for them. <laughs> it is just so funny. And there's just so many. And you see, if, if anyone's listening to this and you're not from the South, all of the little jokes and comments made throughout this, you've you've heard people or you've met people that would say these things. Like, there's just so, so much stuff. Oh, yeah. And it, it starts off fast. There's no downtime at all. Yeah, and Jack Black is just great. And hearing him throughout the whole movie just start singing, like, Christian and gospel music, that is not something you would expect to hear from Jack Black. But he's so good. Oh yeah, the man can sing. So, so from our our poor little mortician or mortician Bernie, um, so he ends up moving to the small town that this story takes place in, Carthage, Texas, where he's working as a funeral home director or assistant funeral home director. And um, now, did you start enjoying the movie a little bit more here? Oh, I, I started enjoying it right after that scene ended. Okay. So right about the, the five states of Texas moment? Yeah, that was something. That was something. <laughs> it was. I just love how that quote ends with the, um, of course, I forgot the panhandle. Of course, people often do. Just moving on to talk about Carthage. And then I, just, I think it's great when they're talking about Carthage is voted as the best small town in Texas. And then there's that lady that's like, we all just live here because we were born here. But as soon as Bernie is introduced as the assistant funeral home director, one of my, my favorite quotes comes up, which is the one where, um, where he and the old couple are like picking out the casket. And, and Bernie goes, you know, these economy boxes are not very large. We, we may have to make a leg adjustment to get a proper fit. Yes. I had that in my notes too. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, leg adjustment? Yeah, we have to uh, bend it and maybe break it, you know. Like, no, that's not happening. And then he upsold them and he's like, so may I suggest the Corinthian? You go from this little economy box that is for like the unclaimed in the county buys them. And then it's like, oh, look at this. This is like a palace of a coffin. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, right before that, there's just another quote where he asks them if, you know, they want to be, like... <laughs> cremation or... And, um, and he goes, I don't like cremation. I can't see somebody spending eternity in something the size of a hotel ice bucket. The movie is just so great. I just love how, like, you may have some notes in between that and this, but this is before uh, Marjorie gets shot. Like, there are people in this town that would have shot her for $5. Yep. I've got that, too. Man, if if you're willing to shoot someone for $5, that lady must be some kind of meme. And then, but she immediately followed that up with, I mean, when you live in a small town, you got to be friendly and nice to folks. Just, like, it's normal to want to kill this, want to kill somebody. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that lady's mean. We'd shoot her for a couple bucks, but we still have to be nice to her because we see her so often. Yeah, and the way Bernie was, like, hitting on her at her husband's funeral... <laughs> and man, I don't get the quote when uh, the person said her nose was so high she'd drown in a rainstorm. Oh, I guess that's just one of those southernisms, because because I'm I'm still trying to figure out what that means. Like, I guess she was just like snobbish and probably yeah. Oh, I, I like the the guy that was talking about how mean she was, and um, I'm going I'm going to censor this quote for the podcast, but um. 
And he goes something like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she'd chew your butt out in a heartbeat. I mean, she'd rip you a new one, a brand new <laughs> three-bedroom, two-bath, double-wide new one. You just get the sense that they like everybody in that town hated her. Yeah. It, I don't know if there was a single person in that town. Well, I don't even know if Bernie liked her. I think he more just put up with her and was trying to help her move on yeah. and be happy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it, he took a lot of vacations. He did. I mean, if you're getting all those free vacations, I mean, who wouldn't take that? Right. I mean, it ultimately got used against him in the trial. But yeah. Yeah, and one thing I saw, so when he kept bringing, like, when he brought her the flowers, and then she slammed the door in his face, and then uh, he brought the little, like, bath bomb and the um, chocolate cupcakes, and she let him come in, he went, it'll be my pleasure. I wonder if that was supposed to be a little reference to Chick-fil-A. I don't know. I mean, maybe he worked at Chick-fil-A on the side. With all the stuff he's done, who knows? He probably did. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was singing in the choir. He was doing everything. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I just think it was so funny. Like, um, the old lady that was talking about how people would have shot her for $5. The, when she said that um, he just makes everyone look so beautiful. Of course, unfortunately, you're dead. <laughs> just... Yeah. And I also loved the um, argument when uh, Marjorie went to the church and they were having, the old lady were having the wine argument about, whether like it was like wine you would get nowadays or if it was unfermented and then the lady was like if he could walk on water then he could ferment the wine (laughs) yeah like um just the way that quote starts off where the like in the sunday school well i know the bible says jesus turned water into wine but it didn't say liquor store wine (laughs) yeah it's this this movie is so accurate to the south i mean (laughs) oh yeah it's uncanny how accurate this is. All the little old ladies are like your great grandmother. It's like you you've been around them all your life, you know? I also enjoyed the line where the um funeral home director walked into his office he was, after um Bernie got off the phone with Marjorie and he was like, Man, so she's paying for everything, get a couple uh, bottles of Dom Perignon and get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Um I liked how they moved from that to talking about how nice Bernie was and with, the, with the, <laughs> the DJ talking about how a kid would wrap his car around a tree. And with Bernie, it was, um, and yet death slipped up on young Mr. Shotwell, gentle as a fallen mist. <laughs> Man, I, I can only imagine if you live in that small town, he had such a way with words. Like, that's how he was able to get away with uh, killing Marjorie for nine months is that he could just. He was just so nice, like, oh, well, he wouldn't be making this up, or that sounds like Marjorie, so I believe that. Oh, yeah. And then the, um, well, I mean, like, he, he was telling people, well, she's in a nursing home in Indiana, uh, or she's had a stroke. <laughs> and then um, that leads to a, to another one of my favorite quotes, where where they call her sister right after she's been shot. Well, right after they found her. And um, they go, so excuse me, do you know where your sister is? And she goes, yeah, she's in a nursing home in, in Indiana. No, ma'am, she's in a deep freeze on her way to Dallas, frozen <laughs> like a popsicle. <laughs> I 
there are so many good quotes and i still i still think it's crazy that whole drinking and driving thing that happened with the high school kids and how they brought all the classmates out and let them see all the dead kids like hey don't drink and drive or this is going to be you next yeah like like just imagine the scarring that's going to do those kids you just walk outside and you see four of your classmates dead in a car crash just flown out the window <laughs> well it was all staged like um like even as he's he's like being so heavy-handed and he's carting one of the dead kids off air quotes he goes um don't smile as the kid just like starts to like smile because he's <laughs> it's like um they used to stage them like that to like frighten the kids straight you know um <laughs> So yeah, I just thought it was really funny because like they, he was like trying to coax the kids out of laughing. Yeah, there's just so much stuff. And then uh, when they were talking about whether or not they were um, romantic together and the dude was like, that wasn't a kiss you give to your mom or grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they moved like right into was Bernie gay? <laughs> yeah, and then there was... Uh, I believe it was the sheriff talking about like the last thing he's like the cherry on top is that he's always wearing sandals, and then it cuts to the old lady, our Lord and Savior wore sandals, <laughs> and, and he walked around with twelve disciples, and all of them wore sandals. <laughs> and Paul was a bachelor. Go watch the movie. <laughs> That's the- yeah, the, if if you can't, I don't know how much of the laughing Grant's gonna leave in, but we are rolling over here while recording this. If you want a good laugh, go watch this movie. You're going to get it. Oh, yeah. And you can reference it for years. Yes. Another thing I don't understand is the sheriff's, I would say, almost his obsession with what he calls the closet homosexuals in the town. Yeah. And Because he references them in this when the, tar- the part they're talking about Bernie possibly being gay. I think he also references it later, too. Yeah. Uh, he- well, like he said, he's like, I think the reason I'm so good at this job is I'm naturally suspicious. I also think the Wheel of Misfortune was hilarious. And it's like, if you have this list of all the suspected drug dealers, why not go get them? He's just trying to make like, and I can see that in the South. You're just like, well, look, we have all these suspects. I'm just going to spin this wheel and we're going to go take one of them out. Come back next week for us to take out the other. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That and the um, the hands on a hard body thing where you arrested the deadbeat dads. Yeah, I mean that's a great way. If you're like, hey, look, you was it a truck? It, I I don't remember. I think it was. Yeah, if you're just like, hey, look, come put your hands on this truck. If you're the last one on, you're gonna win it. Oh yeah, yeah, a ton of dads. And that was just so genius. Yeah. Um. Gosh, it's just so funny. Um. Like, Matthew McConaughey does such a good job as Danny Buck. Yeah, he does. Also, like, the scene where Bernie actually, like, killed her was just so well done. Like, you know how it cut to her, or cut to him, and he was just, like, cold, and just four shots, slow motion, and then she falls, and he's like, what have I done? Are you okay? Like, even before then, it's like when she starts going crazy when he's even just a little bit late and just starts paging him whenever she wants him is that I still think that scene where she is chewing the refried beans over and over and over 
I, I can definitely see that being a tipping point in wanting to shoot her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I can just imagine. Because I, I have a little issue. I know some other people that have an issue with hearing people chew. And so I'm just imagining someone sitting across from me just chewing this thing that doesn't need to be chewed over and over and over. And it's just like, please stop. Yep. And, I mean, he even says, fine, fine. Chew like that all day. I don't care. <laughs> just... And I still just, I still think it's so crazy that after he kills Marjorie, he gets away with it for nine months just by talking his way out of it. Like, and the people don't care about her enough. They're just like, okay, yeah, we believe you. She's do. She's either in the nursing home. She just had a stroke. Whatever it is, they just took his word for it. Like they hated her so much that they didn't care to check up on her physically to see if she was okay. Yeah, like even the sheriff who showed up to like question Bernie um, when Bernie explains that that he, she's fine. She's just like on a vacation. She's had a stroke. Um, he goes. Well, I'll take your word for it, mostly because I don't want her on my case. <laughs> Just imagine, like, how hated she must have been. Like, even her own family didn't even, like, her sister was like, I know I'm supposed to love her, but she is a real pain, and she's really mean. Like, it's just, like, like siblings, like, we've, like, siblings fight. Siblings sometimes don't like each other, but siblings still love each other. Yeah. And so, like, to not love your sibling, like, that takes skill. Oh, yeah. Like, they must have done something bad intentionally over and over and over. I mean, the um, her sister said, like, when we were little, she would rip the heads off my dolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, her own grandkids sued her. Yeah. Nobody seemed to like her. I, like I said earlier, I don't know if Bernie even really liked her or if he was just being nice and trying to help her. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so, so weird. And still, and then there's, once they find her in the freezer, which I still think is just so great, they, and they almost gave up on looking. And then they'd like, why is the freezer tape closed? And then you would imagine you just open it and you're going to see it. But then they start digging through the freezer and you're like, oh, there she is. <laughs> In a deep freeze on the way to Dallas. Frozen yep. like a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's so insane. Like, the fact that they almost didn't even find her. Yeah. And then... And then they go and find Bernie, and he's with this little kid's baseball team, giving them a little pep talk about how as long as you do your best, you're a winner. And then he gets arrested after leaving them some money for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it leaves them like 40 bucks. Just, here, have a dessert on me. And they arrest him for first-degree murder. <laughs> I mean, even right after he shot her. He was um he was doing a play like he was it was dress yeah. rehearsal. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much. And then like, even after he confessed to it, people in the town were still going to acquit him of it. Like, they didn't care that he shot her. Really, they're like, well, she was mean. She was asking for it. 
Are you sure it wasn't self-defense? Are you sure they didn't force a confession? Like, no, he literally just walked in. He was like, yeah, I did it. Shouldn't have done it, but I did it. I like the the woman at the cafe that, where they're sitting where um, where she goes, it isn't as bad as people say. He only shot her four times, not five. <laughs> uh, yes, he only shot her four times. He's a saint. <laughs> <laughs> the fifth bullet's the deadly one. Everybody knows yeah, that. It's, yeah, four is where you draw the line. Anything less, it's legal. Anything more than that's it. Yep. And I just loved, I think it was an older guy talking, and he was like, man, she was so mean, he should have just shoved a pillow in her face. <laughs> so mean, she's already so old. And then um, and there was another one talking about why, if he did it, it was his lawyer talking about why, if he if he didn't want to be caught, why he didn't just dispose the body. And Bernie goes, oh, no, 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 I could never do that. Everyone deserves a proper burial. I was just waiting until I could give her one. <laughs> Oh, Marjorie, I'm so sorry that I shot you, but I wanted to give you a proper burial anyway. <laughs> the church was like flat out endorsing the guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one thing I wish we could have gotten is him. We are talking about earlier about the kid in the car crash. Oh, yeah, and yet death slipped up on young Mr. Shotwell, as gentle as a fallen mist. <laughs> yeah, just, I, I just want to, I just imagine what he possibly would have said about Marjorie, like, what would he have come up with? Those four bullets came straight from God to strike you down, <laughs> or, or like something ridiculously gentle. And as her life was ended by four impacts on her back, or by four gentle tappings on her back, she was there, beautiful as ever. Just. <laughs> I super glued clothes as well as the mouth. <laughs> so, it reminds me of a of a John Mulaney joke where he's talking about how local papers always um like soup up the the obituaries where they're like beauty slain and then he's like, um I looked at the picture and I was like, more like body found. <laughs> yeah. It's just so great. And then he's trying, and then the uh, sheriff is trying to pin him, be like, oh, you killed her so you continue to live this lavish lifestyle. He's like, well, no. And then he's like, I would have just, like, if it was, if she wasn't there, I would have just flown normally. It just, like, he just seems like this genuinely nice dude that just snapped. Yeah. It was like the quote where it was like, he was, like, she was more mean than he was nice. Yeah. Um, speaking of that trial, though, like, there are so many jokes in that trial. Like, I, I like when the, the same guy that was talking about the, the five states of Texas um, was talking about how they didn't have, or their hair was all tied back in ponytails. They didn't have teeth or a brain between them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I still just can't believe like they were like if they hadn't moved the trial, they would have acquitted him probably. Oh yeah, yeah, he would still be walking. Yes, I mean I can somewhat see that they're like, okay, this dude just snapped, but at the same time, he still. It doesn't matter if he snapped or how me and Marjorie was. He still shot her in the back four times, and then 
hid the body in the freezer and then pretended like she was still alive for nine more months. Yeah, it's almost like that movie um, Weekend at Bernie's. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I have not seen that. So general plot, like these, it's not really spoilers because it happens very, very early on. Like these two young executives in this company get invited by their boss to his, um, his beach house. And so they go there and they find out he's already dead. And so they spend this weekend like throwing this party that he had planned like carrying around his body acting like he's still alive and like nobody notices for the entire weekend how does that i don't know but it's one of the funniest movies and so it's it's a very similar plot for like that that brief moment where you know she where she's dead but he's making her seem like she's alive yeah and i and it's just like he started doing so much good with her money too good that she would have never done herself yeah um and then they started like taking all the stuff back so, like they had to stop the construction at the church i like the um i like the quote when they're when they're taking like stopping the construction of the church where the old woman goes i don't see why they couldn't have left a little bit of money for the church they would have named it after her <laughs> <laughs> man if that that's not a lady that a church would normally name stuff after. <laughs> oh, no. No. I also liked um, how he, he bought that that playhouse for those two little girls. And then, the, like, the cops show up and just, like, pick it up and take it away. As, as the two little girls are just sitting there crying. And just, like, it's just a small town. And so, like, some of this stuff, like, you can just see happening in a small town in the South. Like... And nobody ever hears about it. And then there was the quote about how um, Marjorie was fighting for the land and she was like, she didn't want the church to have that land. She didn't like that pastor. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I can't say I blame her after the pastor openly endorsed a homicidal man. (laughs) Yeah. There's a difference between like saying like, hey, he messed up. Let's pray for him. Pray that he like repents of that and turns away from that and obviously doesn't do that again, which it didn't seem like he was ever going to anyways, yeah. like do that again. But there's a difference between that and being like, man, he didn't shoot her. Pray for him as he's going through this trial and temptation. Like that was clearly just like, it was very obvious that he did it. Like he confessed to it. Yeah. And like Danny Buck said, um, pastor, you got to at least pretend to be impartial. <laughs> You just told the congregation to support the murder. Yeah, it's just, and the pastor was like, well, I was trying to be neutral. Well, at some point, when you know that he murdered her, like, yes, you can still pray about it, but don't tell the congregation to openly support him yeah. and say that he didn't kill her. Yeah, there's no debate about that. They're just like, well, he was so nice and she was so mean. We'll just acquit him. I don't, I don't know how this thing could ever happen. But once you see the movie, you feel like it could happen again. Yes. And you could just imagine that. Like, it's a real story, but you could still just imagine it happening. Like, maybe not the part about them trying to acquit him, but the rest of the story about this nice dude and this really mean old lady, it just, everything else that happens, you can just imagine happening in real life. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, it, it did, weirdly enough. Yeah. He's still in prison. Shocker. He's in jail for shooting someone. Yeah, they actually released him, like, right after this movie came out, um, temporarily on bond so he could get another hearing. And there was a there was another lawyer that um, that was saying he was provoked and that would somehow mitigate the charges. But then they, they sentenced him to another 99 years in prison. <laughs> I mean, he really wasn't going to get out anyways because what he was supposed to get out when he was like 89 or 90 or something. Yeah, which would be like 2046 because this thing happened in 96. Um, yeah, I mean, there was there was really no chance of him ever getting out of jail. I mean, there's still a, a lot of good he can do in jail. Yeah, he's um, he's leading the choir apparently. Like he's still a, he's still a, like a strong Christian in prison. I mean, if you're trying to evangelize to people, that's a good place to at least try because a lot of people in there are not Christians. Yeah, and he's got to be like the softest like murderer you could ever find in a prison. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, do you have anything else you wanted to, like any other quotes, anything else you wanted to touch on? I don't have any more quotes. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more that we just didn't bring up or we didn't bring up because of language in the quotes, but there's just so many good quotes in this movie. If you have not, if you're at this point and you still have not watched it and you have Amazon Prime, watch it. It is so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I will say I do have one more quote. It's um it's from the trial scene and it's um Danny Buck when he goes, um, ladies and gentlemen, after listening to all the evidence, I'm sure that you will agree that the defendant is a liar, a coward, and a back shooter. Now come on, that's got to be about the lowest thing a man could ever do, ain't it? Shoot a little old lady in the back four times? <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind that Bernie Tita is a calculating evil actor. He will he fooled a whole town for nine months. Now, if he can do that, there ain't no telling what he'll do if you let him back on the streets. That poor woman stayed frozen stiff for nine whole months in a freezer. It took two days to thaw her out just so they could perform a proper autopsy. That Man, that last part about having to thaw her out. I mean, that is never a sentence. It shouldn't be funny. Like, we shouldn't be laughing at this. But it's so it should, funny. It should not be funny. And I never thought I would have to hear about them having to thaw out a person before they could do an autopsy. I mean, it can't be that difficult. There are four bullet wounds. <laughs> I think it's pretty cut and dry. He admitted to it. They're gonna, they are gonna. They already know what happened. But, I mean, obviously, they need to do the autopsy to determine exactly. But still... Yeah, I just can't get over. <laughs> we had we had to thaw her out for two days. <laughs> oh, so um, since you don't have any more quotes, I guess my final letter grade would be an A plus, a definite go watch. Yeah. <laughs> a plus, just if there's anything higher than that, give it to it. It's you have to see it. Yeah, um, if you haven't seen it and you've somehow made it this far. Yes, we have spoiled some of the quotes for you. You still need to go see the movie. The way they deliver them is so much funnier than the way we could ever do it. Oh, yeah. And there's still some... We just... We didn't even get, like, a quarter of the quotes out of the movie. There, every, Almost every single time someone is talking, 
there is a quote that you could just recite and it's hilarious oh yeah you'll you'll die laughing before the movie's over somebody will find you yep. in a freezer and have to thaw you out for two days <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so well um i guess on that note we should um we should probably tell the people where they can find you so grant where can they find you all right. Uh, just like I said last week, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Grant underscore Skillin. Skillin is spelled S-K-I-L-L-I-N. Uh, that's really the only place you can find me. I don't use any other social media. So, yeah. All right. And if you're a fan of the show, we're now on Instagram at Much Talk About Nothing. Give us a follow. And as always, if you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It really helps us out. We also have an email line, which is muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, and a voicemail line, which is in the description. Until next time, for Grant, I've been Grant, and thank you for listening.